Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on plant-based nutrition. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of plant-powered topics, including health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, mindfulness, to teach you how you can be your most powerful self every day. With interviews with top fitness, health, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a non-judgmental, fun, and happy atmosphere. Sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with not only plant-based experts, but with people who have truly transformed their lives with plant-based nutrition. So welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant Based and Happy podcast. Today I have Nisarine Bearcat with me. I'm so excited because Nis actually moved from Toronto to Belize. It was a series of life-changing events that led her uh, on her journey to serenity. One of those life-changing events happened when she began her vegan transition in 2011. Uh, from there, the desire to create a serene way of living grew and continues to grow for her today. Nis decided that she couldn't change the entire world, but what she could do was she could at least change her world and hopefully uh, be able to help inspire others along the way. So in 2014, she decided to make the decision to put into motion a plan to move to Belize and begin the journey of plant-based and environmentally conscious living. Nis, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So how is Belize today? Belize is beautiful weather-wise. It's gorgeous, um, as it is most days. It, we're in the rainy season right now, um, so we do get more mosquitoes this time of year, but we don't get that much rain, so we still get a fair bit of sun every day uh, uh. with some showers here and there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I can't complain. <laughs> That is amazing. So I'm kind of obsessed with your retreat. I had a chance to uh, yeah. to look at the website, and I have to be honest with you, I was literally on the website for like 35 minutes. <laughs> I'm looking at the oh, clock, nice. and like Jennifer, get off of this website. Um, and then I and then I sent it to you know my whole list of of friends. I'm like, check your email. You have to check this retreat out. Uh, oh, amazing. Thank you. So we're going to post the link on this episode um, so that our, our listeners can actually take a look because it's, it's absolutely stunning. Oh, thank you so much. So much more to come, which I'll fill you in on an, another time. Oh, so excited. So what led you to creating this amazing space? Um, so I, when I was in Toronto, I was actually working in clinical research at the time and not living my passion. So I was just living day to day. I had a decent life. I had my home, I, you know, my decent job, went out with my friends on weekends, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And having um, transitioned to a vegan lifestyle in 2011, it didn't complement my job, or my, rather my, my career didn't complement right. my lifestyle. And I felt trapped. And then it wasn't until we went through a Health Canada audit that 
I realized, oh my God, I don't want to be this stressed over a job that I'm not even passionate about that doesn't even fill my, um, fulfill my lifestyle, my way of living. Uh, and I really wanted to create a lifestyle that revolved around veganism, helped promote it, uh, and something that I was happy and passionate about, which was basically that. And I always dreamed about moving somewhere tropical and everything kind of just came at me all at once. And I realized the only way I'm going to live my dream is if I put the wheels in motion and make it happen. So deciding to come here and create a vegan world for myself came first and then realizing how I wanted to make this world um, exist would be through educating other people, helping to enlighten them, helping them down their vegan path and incorporating a peaceful environment for that. So that's why I thought naturally I would come here and do retreats. And I decided all this before I had even come to visit Belize. So once wow. I decided that I came to visit found my dream home, found my dream life. I had just, I manifested this from Toronto knowing that this was the path I wanted to take and then came here and everything just fell into place the way it was naturally meant to. That's how I look at it. Absolutely. I truly believe that, you know, um, things are supposed to happen in perfect timing when they're meant to happen. Yes. Yeah. It's all about divine timing. Absolutely. So what originally led you to wanting to become vegan? Um, well, originally, so I had been vegetarian off and on for many years, but I had never really made the connection that I, I was always under the impression we, we needed meat for protein. So for me, it was, oh, just uh, be vegetarian, you know, help the animals. But it wasn't through an educated, it wasn't an educated decision I had made. It wasn't until my mother had um, developed cancer again, 10 years later after she had gone through chemo and everything. And at this point she was given no hope. And that was when I started to research every other option. And that's what brought me to plant-based dieting as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That education led me to factory farming and everything that I was completely ignorant about. And that right there was what led me to veganism um, and supporting my mother through her plant-based transition, which gave her three more years with us when doctors had given her only three months. Oh, yeah, so amazing. It, it was an incredible, incredible time for us to see that happen, to see her whole world change through a plant-based diet. It was, it was wonderful. Um, so that changed my whole world, and that's what got me into a vegan lifestyle and got me to get even myself more educated about the whole animal agricultural, uh, about all of animal agriculture, everything to do with animal cruelty, everything to do with our health. Um, and working in clinical research at the time, I became obsessed with learning more about this and looking into it from a clinical perspective and then loving the science behind it, having my mother be um, seeing it happen firsthand with her, having her, I don't want to say cure her cancer because it did come back with a vengeance after that, but that was after her diet had switched back and it was long-term effects from chemotherapy. So I saw the two worlds and how they affected cancer patients. I also worked in clinical research where um, one of the drugs that we were trying, try, um, that we had it under trial was uh, a chemotherapy drug for an aggressive basal cell carcinoma for skin cancer patients. Mm -hmm. So I did see, so I was in that world, meanwhile, watching a plant-based diet do what that world couldn't do. So it was, it was a, a very transitional time for me in every aspect. Isn't that amazing, though? Something as simple as 
you know, changing what we put into our mouths has such a huge impact. And I think that that's why a lot of people are starting to gravitate towards a more holistic approach mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, they're, they're seeing their friends and, you know, family members. And in your case, they're seeing what, what, what plant-based eating can actually do over, like far surpassing, you know, a lot of the medications that are out there too. Oh, absolutely. We are what we eat. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So let's talk more about your retreats. Okay. Uh, why do you think that it's important for people to come to your retreat? Like, is there, a, I mean, Belize is beautiful. Do you feel that there is something special about that area in particular that will, you know, benefit people, um, you know, Absolutely. For, them, for them to feel like to achieve that sort of peace of mind and serenity? Absolutely. Um, I, let me tell you a little bit about how it works here. When you come here, everything that people will find when they come here is that the energy here is so powerful. It will feed off of your own energy. Everybody that comes here is on their own path, their own journey. And what they come in with, they leave with, but it is enhanced. So if they're coming in with a lot of baggage and they're not here to let that go, something about the energy here will enhance it for you and either help you through it or if you're not open to being helped through it you leave with it and that's the unfortunate part that i have seen but most people that come here are so open to just be open to enlightenment open to change open to connecting with nature and themselves that so far i, I have to say most people that have come here have really left further enlightened further encouraged into a, whether it's a vegan lifestyle or whatever their passions are in life. The energy here is very intense. This is ancient Mayan, these are ancient Mayan grounds. Belize is a very, it's a very beautiful, untouched, pristine country. It's very underdeveloped. It's quiet. There's mostly jungle, very little um, human population here. And, but a very ancient Mayan energy here that you really, really do feel and you people really do connect with nature here. I'm surrounded by jungle, so it's very, you hear the birds, you hear the breeze, you just, you hear nature all around you. So you really, the only option you have is to connect with nature as long as you're open to that. So I find that my retreats so far, which I'm so happy about, have been really beneficial for people that are looking for some sort of enlightenment, looking for a peaceful break away from a stressful lifestyle. They come here, they spend a week. It's very quiet, so it's not it's not a party place. It's not for someone obviously coming to, you know, come drinking or, or go partying or anything. It's extremely peaceful. So you spend a lot of time meditating and going within yourself and and just being with yourself. It's it's like a beautiful way of spending solitary time for about a week or two weeks or however long people spend here oh. with of course um yoga and food and um a lot of guidance and a lot of just whatever anybody needs really it's it's all around you here i, I find and everybody else has found as well so far for the most oh part. absolutely so let's talk about some of that food uh what can sure. what can uh what can individuals expect when they when they come to the retreat food wise Okay, so the retreats are 100% vegan. So they come here, everything obviously is vegan, um, especially, well, especially, and the food. Um, the food is all plant-based, but it's a variety of um, either healthy, raw, um, to vegan burgers, all homemade, everything made from scratch, right down to the buns, right down to the bagels, right down to everything, 
Um, we do raw menus, we do cooked menus, we do fun menus, everything's vegan. It's the uh, main purpose of it is to introduce people first and foremost to a vegan uh, diet where they can see that it's fun and healthy. Um, or, you know, I mean, we've got our sugary desserts as well, where people can see that they don't have to compromise the stuff that they love and they could still enjoy sugary, yummy, rich desserts. But then we also have our, our healthier menus for our healthier retreats, people that want to come and just do a raw food-based retreat or just have a really, really clean diet that week. We can cater to all sorts. My favorite personally is when we're doing the walnut burgers and the fake mozzarella cheeses and all that fun stuff. Yeah, uh, because it really, really like we get a lot of Corazal is not a big vegan place. So when we do these little daily like, day events, um, we get a lot of locals that come in, other expats that come in that are very used to an used to eating a meat heavy diet. And when they come and they spend the day here and they'll do a breakfast, lunch, dinner type of retreat, they're blown away by a walnut burger that tastes like meat to them or vegan locks that taste like salmon to them. So I, I love that because it's always fun to blow people's mind when they're so, they don't expect that. So that's the funnest part with the food. Oh, that's so amazing. And especially when, you know, you're faced with omnivores and carnivores and they're kind of like, wow, this is plant-based. This is, yeah. are you kidding? It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. And the best part is that, so our, the restaurant will be, um, open in about a week and then we've got a weekend retreat so that'll be the big debut for it and people will come and enjoy workshops so these same people that are saying oh wow I didn't know that you know you can make this taste like this get to come and also learn how to create this stuff at home we keep our menu very simple too for that very purpose so that way right. when people are creating the same dishes at home it's not a long list of items that they need where they're like I give up I'm not doing this I'm gonna go get a real steak or something Exactly. And I think that that is a great point. You know, a lot of people who, especially when they ask me, you know, oh, you're plant-based. Well, it seems so difficult. There's so much involved, but I like to keep everything pretty simple, you know, four, three or four ingredients and, mm -hmm. and, and just to educate people that it, it really isn't that hard uh, to make something that's super delicious, uh, something you know that you're excited about eating after you make it. So it really is easy. So that's great about the workshops. Oh yeah, the workshops will be amazing because people will be able to make their bagels at home in 20 minutes. They'll be able to make fake oh. locks in 20 minutes. Everything is so quick and so simple and minimal ingredients. You don't need to buy all this packaged stuff with all these preservatives. Yeah. I don't make bread that lasts a week. I make bread every day as I go. I, if I want to make a fajita wrap or something, I will just I'll make that then. I, for breakfast, if I want a bagel with locks, I'll make that fresh then. So my whole breakfast between preparing it and eating it is under an hour. Yep. Amazing. That is amazing. Now, yeah, it's great. when we talk about locally grown food and uh, especially with plant-based food, it's always, you know, it's always best to buy organic, locally grown and locally sourced. Um, how do you think the tastes differ from say eating non-local or, uh, you know, picking an apple off a tree from where you're living and eating it? Do you think that the tastes really differ that much? The taste absolutely differs. The thing with apples, though, the only apples really that grow here are custard apples. Um, mm -hmm. The climate here doesn't allow for certain things to um, to grow here. So um, apples, grapes, strawberries, uh, blueberries, we get imported mainly. Uh, mm -hmm. But what does grow here and taste out of this world, no comparison, things like watermelon, cantaloupe, mm -hmm. uh, papayas, bananas, the, the flavor of these fruits, it 
I can't even compare them to anything. Pineapples, everything tastes so fresh and so incredibly juicy. Um, what I find differs here though are the greens. So they're a lot more bitter here. So that's something that now I, when, um, when we get our greens for retreats, now we go to an organic farmer who's, you know, specific, uh, for what we need. But when we're buying other things, we'll buy locally as far as the fruits from local farmers, because it's, there's no comparison with that. I bet. And especially coming from Toronto and then, you know, eating Tor Toronto watermelon as opposed to that's imported as opposed to, you know, watermelon fresh from Belize. I bet you that it's to die for. It is. I didn't know it could taste so good. Even the bananas. I grow bananas on the property here. Coconuts and bananas grow in abundance on the property here. And it's apple bananas here. And they're incredible. They're so fresh. They're so good. I mean, coconut water fresh from a coconut, nothing compares to that. In Toronto, you have to go and buy a package one, right. obviously. So yeah, it's just, it's farm to table. There's no comparison to that. Absolutely no, not. I totally agree with you. So mm -hmm. in terms of pampering yourself and retreats, um, you know, I, I, try to make an effort to at least attend one retreat a year. Um, but for people who either can, you know, have to limit that to maybe once every other year, how can they pamper themselves at home? Okay. So now my retreats don't specialize in a specific type of spa pampering. Right. Um, I can outsource massages. It's a beautiful setting for that, but that's really the extent of that. It's more about self care. Absolutely. So, okay. So yeah. So if that's yeah. what you're referring to, then what people can definitely do at home for self-care, just maintenance without, you know, going to a retreat and surrounding yourself with anybody else, surround yourself with yourself, surround yourself with the items that are around you, the things that are around you in your home that give you a positive feeling. Wake up doing your affirmations first thing in the morning, set your intentions for the day, take time in the morning to meditate, make it part of your schedule. You don't have to meditate. You know, so many people say, I don't know how to meditate. I don't know how to lose myself. You don't have to do it that way. All it means is taking some quiet time for yourself, talking to yourself within yourself, thinking about putting out there into the universe, the things that you want to see in the world around you, all the good things and putting all the negative things out of your head for that moment. We know we can't keep them out of our head all day, but when you do that first thing in the morning and you're setting intention, your intentions for the day, it sets the precedence for the type of day you're going to have. So that is really important. And that's the most important thing with self-care or even self-pampering for that matter. Yeah. Because once you set the tone for your day, that's going to impact everything that you do, everything that you carry out throughout your day, how you interact with people, everything. So that's the most important thing with self-pampering. Diet definitely is up there on the list. So you want to keep, it doesn't have to be a clean diet where, you know, like a bodybuilder type of diet where, yeah. every, where it's all about clean eating. It, do, it doesn't have to be like that or strict in that sense, but clean eating in the sense that there's no animal products. Keep the toxins out of your diet because everything that you put into your body is what is what you are made up of. You have to look at it that way. So when you're putting toxic things like animal products, you know, dairy, anything of the sort, you're just filling your body with toxins. So you want to keep your, your body is your, it's your, it's your shrine. You want to keep that as clean as possible. So that's another way of self pampering. The cleaner your diet is, the better that you feel, the better you feel, the better your life becomes because you just, you're happier in general. It's just, it's a chain reaction of events. Um, anything else as far as pampering, just doing what makes you feel good. I agree. I, I, 
I read a quote once and it was eating healthy is the highest form of self respect. Absolutely. And I just love that because it's so true. I mean, you, you expect so much of yourself in terms of performance and work and working out and, you know, being in 10 places at once. But, you know, when it comes down to it, what you're putting into your body is really what you're going to put out, you know? So if you're putting junk in, you're really not getting the best output that you could get, you Mm -hmm. know, eating a a nutrient dense diet. Absolutely. And from a spiritual point of view, when you're ingesting all that negative karma that went into how that, that food, if you want to call it that, got on your plate when we're referring to animal products. Yes. From, like I said, from a spiritual point of view, that is what you're bringing into your body. So you really want to be aware of that, especially if you're, if you're really trying to get in touch with your spirituality and in touch with yourself, you really want to consider keeping that negative karma outside of your circle, away from you. So that's really important. That's a big part of diet as well that people don't realize. There is a spiritual aspect to it as well. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are unaware of, you know, that process of, um, especially when it comes to animal products and animal byproducts, that process of where it starts and how it actually gets on your plate. And, um, and I think that the more aware people become of that, which, you know, today I feel like uh, that awareness is being spread a little bit wider and broader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- and I think that a lot of people will start looking at the spiritual aspect of it as well. And, and it's super important too, because, you know, it's the same thing with what you put in, you get out. It's what you put in, especially what, you know, had had to happen for you to consume that animal product. Um, I think people really need to sort of become aware of that as well. Oh, yes. And they are becoming more and more aware, which I'm very happy to see. And I'm very happy to help encourage that here as well. Yes, absolutely. Which is fantastic. Final question for you, Ness. Would you change anything on your journey that led you to serene living? Anything on that journey? You know, if you asked me that question six months to a year ago, I would have given you a list. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I, I've just in the past few months alone, uh, this journey has had me grow so much that I just I realized that every step of this way, every part of this journey needed to happen in order for me to realize what I realized, know what I know, grow the way I've grown and get to where I am. So no, absolutely no regrets at all. Oh, beautiful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Beautiful. Amazing. Nesreen, I want to thank you so much for chatting with me on the podcast. I want to thank the listeners for listening. And uh, we're definitely going to post those links. So you guys need to check this place out. I'm not kidding. Thank you so much. It was great chatting with you. Have a great day. You too. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of plant-based nutrition is to share information. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and family, both in person and through social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
I'm so thankful for each and every share, mention, and follow from you guys. And if you're looking for more plant-based recipe inspos, or you want to kickstart your very own plant-based journey, please visit www.jenniferz.com. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, happy, and plant-based.